the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's top financial uh, radio shows, been on the air for over 15 years, talking investment, talking retirement, talking the world today, and helping you understand and deal with the, with the, with the most rapidly changing changing times in it. Yeah, you know, I, I think at a minimum since the 1970s, and uh, you know, there's the old saying that that you know, I think Xi Jinping made the comment with with Vladimir Putin, nothing changes, you know, for a hundred years, and then things change for a week, and and I think that applies to the United States as well. And you've got to keep track of these rapidly. Uh, uh, rapidly moving changes in the world today. We've had COVID. We we had the war with Russia. Uh, we 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 you know we we the, the reason why we we've been, I think so technically on point with these markets over the last you know year and a half or so is because we recognize we're in more of a wartime economy. Uh, we have inflation. Inflation came back since the first time in 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 forty fifty years. Uh, it, it, and so. For 43 years. And so these are all big changes. They're all rapidly happening. Uh, the world today, you know, we have a, you know, uh, we have a borders are, 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 are beginning to fail in the United States. Uh, crime is, is, is out of control. Drug use, uh, use is spiraling out of control because there's so much drugs coming across the border that, you know, we've done the research. We think 71,000 additional Americans are dying. Uh, Every, every year because of Joe Biden's uh, border policies. I, I think in the last two years, uh, according to the research we've done, we, we believe the United States has lost as many people, uh, uh, young people, as Vladimir Putin has in the war with the Ukraine. Something to think about. No one seems to care about that. But uh, but but all of the, the, these are big changes that are happening. They're happening all at once, and, and markets are moving around. Now we had we you know in the last two or three weeks we've had the. Uh, uh, Two of the top three bank failures in U.S. history, and uh, now, now let me preface that I, I, I think the, the the failure of Bear Stearns was was really much much uh, a bigger situation, but but uh, the 
and I'm not sure that was actually technically the bank. I think it was a bigger bank, and I think it was Washington Mutual. But 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 the point I'm trying to make to you is is this is a rapidly changing world. And if you're sitting there in the S and P 500 index funds and and in the bond index fund and just cruising along, you're you're gonna you're gonna, you're not going to be in a good situation. In the 1970s, we went through a decade and decade, maybe four years, where the stock market did nothing. You know, and and so uh, last year we had the worst bond market since you know. Depending on, I mean, it, some some people said the 1920s. That there was some really good research done. It was the worst bond market since 1790. And again, these are all things that are happening at a rapid pace, and you have to stay on top of it. So. So, so we're seeing a lot of changes come up. Uh, uh, we're going to be discussing it. We had a, uh, more problems uh, uh, this week with the, uh, you know, with with banks and stuff. And uh, you know, uh, Chairman Powell raised the Fed funds to five and a, five and a quarter range, uh, highest since uh, I think two thousand and seven. Uh, and you know, had his press conference and he thinks the bank situations under control and by the end of the day pac west was down 60 percent and there was potential problems there so so this is not over it's probably you know we'll discuss that later in the show but but all these things are happening but but you know look we know there's a lot of problems out there and one thing we're really trying to look at is things are starting to get better Uh, one of the things that the time for talking on how bad it is all these problems is over it's not what are we going to do about it i mean i think it's it's pretty clear unless people stand up and start doing something about it none of this is going to change the biden administration is perfectly happy with that open border they don't care about seventy thousand people a year dying they really don't care about crime if someone just walks up and you know, takes you out, knocks you down, or puts a bullet in your head and keeps going. They really don't care. I mean, they. they uh, uh, Joe Biden has a, has a, a remarkable and, quite frankly, a frightening lack of of, of respect for human beings. And, and, and I think it's something that's kind of starting to manifest itself. In the left, it's kind of this, you know, the, 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 we're really here to save the world and, and human beings are expendable. It, it's an anti-Christian philosophy. But but things, but things, you're starting some real pushback on this type of stuff. Uh, you know, the, the, the as, as we talked about on recent shows, is you have to have some, you've got to have, everyone is going to have to stand up, you know, and complaining doesn't get it. You have to stand up and take a stand. You know, Bud Light came up with this, uh, with a Dylan Mulvaney, you know, uh, 365 years of womanhood because you can change your gender at a, at the drop of a hat and put it on a beer can and started promoting her. And there's been a massive, massive uh, boycott. Now, I, I was just listening to uh, the, uh, the, uh, you know, I think it was someone from uh, one of the shows, I think it uh, was, was Barron's or something, that kind of, I'm not sure, actually, I'm not sure who that was, because I also looked at a Barron's article, but uh, uh, it was on Fox Business saying, look, they're down 20%, this is no big deal, it's only 1% of their business, you know, no, this is a really big deal. Okay, Bud Light, from when the numbers we're seeing, are down 25%, I, I suspect they're desperately moving cases and giving people half-price beer and giving out free cases of beer, whatever they can to claim their volume is up. They got a real problem. Uh, they, they took a political stance. And I, I, quite frankly, I think inadvertently, I, you know, I know some of the Bud guys, they're, they're really absolutely first-class people. Uh, you know, most of them are pretty conservative. They were basically betrayed by their upper management. And But, but you have to stand up and say, look, enough of this is enough. Uh, uh, now, th- th- 
said that uh, on Fox Business they were claiming that they were claiming that uh, they're only down twenty percent. I don't believe that because because uh, uh, Miller is up like twenty something percent, and so is Coors Light. So so these guys are down pretty heavy. There's pictures of like the you know uh, the, the, the baseball park up in Boston. You know the Bud Light. The, you know the Bud Light. Uh, a line is completely empty and everyone's over in the other line. Uh, th- th- there's a real pushback, but there has to be a pushback. This is very important. Now, because people, if, look, if you don't stand up, these people are going to take everything from you, your constitution, your rule of law, your country, and your religion in the end. And, 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 and it's important to stand up and, and kind of point some of this out. But there's a story in Barron's today. And look, this is getting better. And why? Because people are standing up. It's not just Bud Light. How companies are fighting back against the war over woke, and and it, it you know they say even Larry Fink this show as soon as Larry Fink said decided he was they wanted to sit there and declare war on oil and gas and they they wanted to quote defund the oil and gas sector which they, BlackRock was the biggest lender in in the world uh, a bond manager in the world and they were gonna they were gonna start cutting back on lending to oil and gas and put woke agenda in place there's massive pushback. Larry Fink has kept his mouth shut. Larry Fink, as we said at the time, breached their fiduciary duties. Uh, a number of, of state uh, the, the controllers or the state attorney general, there's been lawsuits on this. Larry Fink is keeping his mouth shut. Larry Fink is talking a little more positive on oil and gas sector. The pushback worked. The pushback is working on Budweiser. Uh, some of them, now look, Disney is digging in. They're, you know, to quote the person on Fox Business, they're starting to counterpunch, you know, and they're suing defenses. Well, the the American people and the conservatives need to counterpunch back on Disney. I mean, you can't let these people get away with this. Uh, Bob Iger has been rumored to uh, run for a presidential candidate. He's putting the woke agenda. So you need to keep boycotting, staying away from Disney. There's just a, look, you have to stand up for your rights. You have to stand up for, for, for your country. You have to stand up for your religion. And these people, the idea that when you get 13 or 14 years old, that's the time that you get to pick out whether you want to be a boy or a girl is absolutely against the teachings of the Christian religion. And quite frankly, every other religion in the world that I know of, for all practical purposes. Some of them I don't know real well, but I'm pretty sure this is what it is. And so someone like Disney, don't let your kids watch Disney stuff. Don't take them to Disneyland. Don't buy Disney products. Get rid of the Disney Channel if you can. Do whatever it takes. I mean, this pushback is starting to work. Let me give you some numbers here. Uh, the uh, Wall Street, Okay, hold on just a second, Charles. Uh, Walt is, I mean, the Wall Street Journal's doing a story on this. They called the top 30 Dow Jones companies and said, look, we'd like someone to discuss uh, ESG and the woke agenda and what you're doing about it. Not one single company would, would talk to them. They're like, no, we don't want it to. The companies are now afraid of this. They saw what happened to Bud Light, okay? And they're, they're, all, and they're backing away from this type of stuff. Uh, if you look at it, uh, you know, banks... Uh, you know, the, the, the woke investment regulation, you know, which is, is the Biden administration is trying to put through now. That's going to be pushed back on Congress. Okay, but you have to push back and push back on the companies that are doing this. But here's some numbers. Okay, there's 109 ESG bills have tried to pass, or, or, you know, either in the process of being passed or worked on in state houses. 
86% of 86 of them, you know, I don't know, it's over 80% oppose ESG. Okay, Texas is fighting back. They have a little screen of the ones that oppose it, and they have Texas as being kind of mixed. There's, look, I promise you, Texas is not mixed. We are fed up with ESG. It was, it was a clear present danger and a threat to the oil and gas sector. They tried to get rid of oil and gas. Texas hates this stuff. Uh, you know, it's basically California, Massachusetts, Illinois, the, you know, the usual suspects, some in, in New York. They're doing all this stuff. But but people are fighting back. State legislators are fighting back. Companies are afraid to say anything. They all saw what happened to uh, uh, to Bud Light. So it's, things are changing. Things are getting better. By standing up, by doing your part, we're starting to see some real pushback. And, and that, that we're starting to see that the ship is slowly turning and we have to keep, you know, you, Everyone should do their part. I mean, that, that's really what I want. As, I, as we said, the time for, you know, complaining and being horrified, that's past. Now it's time to stand up and do something about it. We're starting to see our Republican congressman do something about it, and, and you should, too. Hey, let's take a call from Charles. Morning, Charles. How are you doing? Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a question. Uh, you're talking about, uh, about you know, these, uh, these uh, entities like, BlackRock and all. Uh, I get these every time this year, all these annual reports and proxies come in, and every single one of them, and it doesn't matter the industry, whoever, there are three basic suspects, I guess, if you want to call it that, that own anywhere from 6% to 9% of the shares outstanding, and that is either yeah. Vanguard, BlackRock, or State Street. These, these, and, and they, they, I don't know if these shares that they hold are shares that these institutions purchase themselves, or are they merely custodians of 401Ks? But the point that I, where you have to attack this thing in terms of, you know, if a CEO's phone rings and it happens to be Mr. Fink's, Right-hand man telling the CEO, "Well, here's well, here's the agenda we we need to push forward, and if you don't, well, we're going to put somebody else in." In other words, if that kind of stuff is going on, there needs to be a way to address that specifically, or else, you know, it just it, it, there has to be some kind of legislation in there that basically says these people may be custodians, but they can't be picking up the phone and calling board members and trying to push some sort of agenda or narrative, because you would have communist countries doing this. So the point is, is, is I don't know how you attack it, but until that, that problem to me is addressed, uh, it, it, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, look, I, I think that's an excellent point, Charles. You know, the, it is. It's basically BlackRock, State Street, and uh, and uh, Vanguard. Again, some more good news. Vanguard said, "Look, we're we don't want to get into the politics on our proxy voting." They're kind of saying we're not going to vote the ESG agenda. Uh, that, look, there's going to ha- everyone's going to have to start pushing back on this type of stuff. By the way, the. the, the BlackRock, those are all owned in, you know, in the Vanguard S&P 500 fund, you know, the BlackRock, you know, whatever fund, uh, State Street, some of this stuff is in street name type of, there's different, different uh, money managers, everybody is going to have to sit there in and stand up. So there's starting to be some pushback. They're not the actual owners. They're representing the owners. And there's a good chunk of the country that does not agree with this. 
So, so the, the states are, are pushing back on this. Uh, you know, J.P. Morgan and BlackRock are in hot water in Texas. Uh, the state of Texas has put limits on them because of, you know, of J.P. Morgan and BlackRock's uh, woke agenda stuff. And, and, and so there has to be constant pushback. There has to be complaints. If you see something, call up your person, you know, whoever you're working with, and complain about it. There has to be pushback. Otherwise, they're going to just keep on doing this stuff. Well, and, and by the way, the pushback is working, Charles. Yeah, let me ask a question just to follow up on that. Uh, if individuals, let's say, have an investment in an S&P 500 or BlackRock or whatever, and they get the proxy in the mail and they throw it in the trash, well, what happens there with that vote? I mean, does, does BlackRock, are that, can they then take those shares and vote the way they see fit, or... Does that go according to the management, or how does that work? If, if, if you're if you're in a mutual fund uh, an ETF or something, you're not getting the proxies. Is the problem? And so there's there's starting to be some. But in a four hundred one k, you would you would right? I mean, because I've got no, no. when I used to you know when when you work, I mean, you do get you know if you own company stock yeah. or something, whatever the case yeah, yeah, may be. If you own company stock, yes, but if you own like the you know the Vanguard S and P five hundred fund or the you know the twenty. 30 retirement fund. You're not getting the proxy. So, so look, we're making progress on this, Charles. This is a good question, and, and thanks for the call. I've got to go to a quick break. Yeah, I've done, I think Charles has some great points there, and this is what it's going to back. By the way, we're going to be back. We're talking about these markets. A lot of action happening uh, with the markets. Where are we going to go from here? We'll be right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. 
Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your time. We're dealing with the banking crisis. The market was up, I think, five or 600 points Friday. It looks like the banking crisis vanished in one day. It was all good. Uh, look, this is still there. Uh, there's a word you need to understand. It's called the disintermediation. Disintermediation. And we saw this in the 1970s. Where what happened was a lot of savings and loans they they, they would lend out on, on on housing on mortgages and, they, and the local savings and loan was paying you know a half a percent or something on their money, uh, and but 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 what happened is inflation took off. Okay, good. Uh, so let's take a quick call from Ron and we'll kick back over to that story. Hey, Ron, welcome to the Savings Show. Yeah, good morning to you, Ted. Um, I just wanted to offer uh, a little thing. I have two 401 retirement accounts, one of which uh, is, as I understand, affiliated with BlackRock. And for that reason alone, I have not chosen to move um, all of the other into that one, um, let's say, investment firm. Um and, and, and it's because of the, the uh, reading of uh, the supposed affiliation, uh, your comment? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't invest in BlackRock funds. Now, let, let, me, let me say something, though. If, 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 if you're looking at your portfolio and there's like a BlackRock short-term bond fund, it's the only thing you have, then, then, then I, would, I would put the money in it, and I, w- I would nicely complain to the HR people saying, look, I mean, they, they've been pretty – I mean, I think the best way to point out BlackRock is they've been very against oil and gas in their, with their ESG agenda. We should have some alternatives. Uh, I, I think that's kind of the nicest way to say it. But, but, but don't, let, don't let a BlackRock 
slow down your savings program at all. I mean, now, if, there, if there's a BlackRock fund and there's another fund from, you know, uh, American Funds or Fidelity or whoever, I would go with those. Right, thank you. Uh, I'm seven years into retirement, and these uh, funds are, uh, let's say, slowly depleting. Uh, and uh, I'm grateful for where I'm at. I'm probably okay, just fine. Uh, it's just that uh, I I dislike the affiliation. And thank you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Good, good question, though. Yeah, but don't let it it, it hurt your plan. You know, you know, if you have to stay in it, just stay in it, and just but but do you know nicely complain to the management uh, and, and see what'll happen. But uh, because they're aware of this, by the way, the uh, so, so, so looking out, uh, uh, looking out, talking about where we are with, with the banking crisis, uh, the disintermediation. So in the 1970s, the the savings and loan uh, where they were lending out, they were. Deposits were short-term. They were lending long-term. When interest rates went up, they got in trouble. And the people started, well, you're not paying me enough. I can go to something new called the money market fund, which is very unique at the time. It's brand new. And I can get 4 or 5%. And so I'm going to go over there. And so the money started coming out of the savings and loans. I mean, this led to one-third of the savings and loans failing through the 70s and 80s. And uh, you know, maybe some of the 90s. But it was discrimination. We're at the same place today. Uh Right now, the, the Fed the Fed funds is up up to four and a half, uh, up to five percent, five and a quarter. But but uh, and then it drop, you know, it rises up. I think six months and then drops off from there. But look, I, we were talking to a client uh, yesterday, late yesterday. There, you know, they had an account with J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan's paying them point zero one percent of the money. It wasn't a small amount of money. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so we're going to be moving the money out of there. Uh, and we might talk to them and see if they have some CDs. Uh, same thing with Wells Fargo. Uh, a, a client had quite a bit of money at Wells Fargo, and uh, you know, same thing. They were getting no interest on the money, and we this we realized it was it was a it was a lot of money they were losing if they just moved it over to a money market fund or something. You know, paying three and a half or four percent. We weren't talking about small amounts of money. We were talking about very large amounts of money. Uh, you know, and. And this is and this particularly happens with older people who trust the banks who aren't paying attention. We keep in mind we've gone through fifteen years or so of, of record level two thousand nine to twenty three, maybe fourteen years of, of, of zero interest rates or close to zero, and so people aren't aware that things are changing. So this is why the money is coming out of these banks, and some of the banks lent long and now have some problems because they lent too long and they're losing deposits, and so they're in a money-losing position. It's, you know, Silicon Valley didn't fail because they had a bunch of bad loans in the books. They had government bonds, but they were longer term, and they were going to be, they were in a money-losing situation. And so I think, I think this is why $360 billion has flowed out of the banking system. This is why some of these banks are going to fail. Now, a couple thoughts. At least at the present time, the financial system is, is not going to fail. The government, you know, look, the, the, we are, you know, the first max out savings report we wrote, we sent, we sent one out this week in discussing this. First one we ever wrote was 2001. I want to say November, December, uh, November, October. Uh, what triggered that? Uh, ben Bernanke was vice chairman of the Federal Reserve at the time. I think he wasn't even chairman. Greenspan was. His famous helicopter speech where he said, look, we have a printing press and we can throw money out of a helicopter. That's pretty much almost exactly. That's, I'm, I'm 
somewhat paraphrasing it, but the word helicopter and printing press were in. It's not the exact quote, but pretty much exactly what he said. And these guys, if they have to, they will print money and give everybody money at all going forward. So, so you need to understand that. A couple thoughts. I wouldn't have more than the maximum at any bank. $250,000. You know, if you've got two people, it's $500,000. Uh, how, do, how do we get around this problem? Uh, a couple thoughts there. I, I think that deposit insurance should be moved up to a half a million to a million because those are typically people, you know, a lot of older people, widows, and think they, they have a lot of money in the banks and they, they should be protected. Oh, look, we don't need to be protecting billionaires that have $20 million at the bank. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you know, we're here to protect the, the, the working people of the United States. You guys are risk takers. You're big boys. And, and, and so you don't need to be protected. This is what, you know, I was listening to someone on the TV the other day, actually on CNBC, in, in the comment, uh, I think it was David Favor said, you know, and he talks to people all over the country. He said, I don't think people have ever forgiven the Fed and, and, and the government for bailing out Wall Street firms. To this day, they're still terribly upset about that. It, it, and I, I think I think that's that's important to know. Now, something to think about here is what. So, Ted, why shouldn't we just guarantee all the deposits? Okay, that's you know, if you listen to some of these people out there like Kramer, we just need to give you know a blanket guarantee so nobody loses money at the bank. Okay, fine, that'll solve the problem. Now, let's say a year, two, three years from now, let's say five years from now, we go into a bad recession, a really bad recession, something happens, real estate markets crater, banks start failing all over the place. The United States government is on the hook for all the losses throughout the financial system, okay? Well before that happens, the United States debt is going to be downgraded because they're on the hook for all the investment losses at the banks. And it's going to lead to a downgrade in the United States of America. We're already close to it. We got these clowns in Washington. You know, we've got a senile old man, you know, in basically in a pissing match with the Republicans over, over the debt ceiling. And, you know, can't, you know, they want to roll back spending to 2022, which is off the chart spending at the time. And he, he does not want to back off at all. And he's got his backup and he's not going to back down. You know, we could see a downgrade coming up sooner than later. You know, one of the big firms downgraded the, the, the French uh, based on their protest. I think that was quite frankly a warning sign to the United States. So, but, but if, they get, if they blanket guarantee the deposits, it's going to put tremendous risk uh, that the U.S. That U.S. bonds are not are are, are going to be downgraded sometime in the future because of that. So, so, so they're walking a fine line. The other thing you need to remember is, and look, let me be real clear: we're in a lot of short-term bonds, uh, very short-term treasuries, uh, those type of things. We're in a lot of treasuries, but you know, understand, and we're we're monitoring things closely. Look. Most sovereign debt has defaulted over time. Most countries, the United States is almost unique in not defaulting. I don't know if they defaulted in like 1705, you know, 1780, 90 at the time, you know, it's a little country. But, you know, it's been hundreds of years. The U.S. has been one of the few countries that's not defaulted. Triple uh, A debt. Triple-A corporate debt is actually materially safer, believe it or not, than sovereign debt, including United States debt. And but uh, because in the end, if they default, you get something back from them where, uh, on corporate debt where you might not get anything. They just deflate their way, inflate their way out of it, or they just don't pay the bonds for 50 years. So, so we, it's important for us to maintain 
our investment grade rating. It's important for us to cut back spending. Uh, we need to get a deal on the debt ceiling coming up. We need to. We, we haven't done budgets in, in I don't know four or five years. They just you know if, if they don't do a budget, they do something. I think reconciliation or something. I, I'm not sure this is the right term, but and I think the spending goes up like five or six percent automatically. They just say, well, let's just bump everybody's spending up, and and so we're to the point where we have to do something about this. Look. I think the best guy out there, the smartest guy, the guy I listen to, the, every single word he says, and let me, let me tell you, when I find someone I think is good, I listen to exactly what they say. I don't, you know, I don't try to put it in my own words. I try to figure out exactly what the, what he said. It, and, is, and the guy, it's probably the best one out there, the one I watch the most. Well, I won't say watch the most, but if he says something, I, I check it out quote thoroughly. Uh, Stanley Druckenmiller, he was talking in, in, in California, I believe, and he said this debt ceiling is like you're looking, looking, you're sitting there in Santa Monica and there's a 30-foot wave coming up and you're worried about, about, about the, something could happen to the pier, but out five or ten miles out, there's a 200-foot wave that's going to take out everything and you're not paying any attention to it. And, and I think to his point is the spending is out of control in the United States. We're going to have to do something about that. And I think this is going to be the big battle going forward, because if we don't, we're going to be downgraded. We're going to have reckless government spending and things like that. So so we want to get the spending under control. And so we, so to, to work on the, the banking crisis, look, let's raise the insurance up a little bit because inflation has really gone up. Let's get it to maybe 500000 you know, a million max, somewhere there so most people that have money there feel reasonably safe. Uh, J.P. Morgan, a lot of you know, they just took over First Republic. Look, we, I don't really like J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan has the biggest derivatives book on Wall Street. When things go badly, a derivatives book can take down the biggest company in the world if it's the, if it's if it's the wrong way. And, and I, I think there's materially more risk at J.P. Morgan than most people think. I think this thing is eventually going to hit the big banks uh, over time. And so I, th- I think we're going to, I think this is, we're in about the fourth inning of this. We're going to kind of work through it. But the danger is something goes wrong somewhere. There's an invasion in China. Uh, there, there's, you know, the Russian war spirals out of control. You get some type of nuclear incident or whatever, uh, or, or, or the U.S. economy really starts to slow down. Uh, you, 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 you have a, 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 the elections coming up in 2024. And, and look, people much smarter than me, uh, and I know some of these people are really worried about 2024. I mean, the question is, people aren't sure if we can have an honest election in the United States. And that, that's a very worrisome thing. And so all of those things could cause real problems. So so I think they're, they're trying to stabilize this. The market's very high right now. The the As we write in our report, we're seeing the tech sector is now closer to where it was percentage of the S&P 500 to it was back in November of, of 2021, which we told you at the time. We said that I think it was like 27% of the S&P 500 was tech stocks. We said this is very rare. These things are going to blow up. And we said when these things start going down, there's not enough money in the world for four or five stocks with a market cap of, of, of about nine trillion dollars to hold it up on a 23 20 22 trillion dollar economy and i I think we're drifting back up okay okay hey charles welcome back to the max out savings show yes ted uh you were talking about the uh fdic insurance or whatever but my understanding from these banks that failed 
a lot had to do with them, with, with the way they were investing their money and with these loans. And it, every, everything that I'm hearing from knowledgeable people uh, that, that are familiar with these banks is, is that it was a management problem. And it seems like the media, the uneducated media, is pushing this insurance, this FDIC insurance, that most of the intelligent people that I'm hearing are saying that really is not the issue because the fact of the matter is, if you increase those depo- that deposit insurance, yes, the banks pay it, but ultimately it's coming right back to the to the depositor. So, I you know it just doesn't seem like that would be the answer. It just seems to me that people need to do their job. These people, these people that were managing SVB and all, that, those bonuses and everything else that needs to be clawed back. Those people need to pay the price for mismanaging it. The same thing with the San Francisco Fed. I mean, they they got people on that Fed, that Mary Daly or whatever. What were these people doing? And and I might even go so far as to say, what were the auditors doing? The auditors are auditing these statements. They're behind. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. You know, there's a lot of blame to the cast, but I don't think we should be sitting here messing with the FDIC insurance. That's not where the problem is. Well, yeah. Let me. Uh, I've got two answers. This. I'm going to give you a quick one because I've got to hit the break. Right. I'm going to expand upon it afterwards. Look, I think you do a little bit of a bump up just to try to stabilize the the, the insurance pool out there. You know, and and I, and I think there, there's a lot of people that are like I said. We just were talking to a client. They they, they were above. I'm like, I looked at some. Well, you're above the 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 limits here, and they're like, well, they didn't even know. And, and so I think, and these aren't super wealthy people or anything. Uh, but, so I think we have to protect those people. Yeah, but, uh, but, but thanks for the call, Charles. I'm going to expand upon that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. All right. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show, and uh, we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, the we wrote a lot about the about banking crisis in our most recent Max Out Savings report. You can go to the website. We just set out maxoutsavings.com. Uh, we'll put, just, we'll, uh, you can uh, uh, sign up for the free newsletter. It's completely free. We don't bother you. Uh, we'll, you'll get, if you'd like the most recent one on the banking crisis, just drop me an email at ted, T-E-D, at maxoutsavings.com, and, I, and I'll, I'll email you the, the one we just put out. Uh, and and, we, and we, we highlight, we, we put we put in there a, a study, a Stanford uh, from the Hoover Institute study, basically saying that they think there could be $2 trillion worth of losses in the banking sector. And we talk about it and lay out the case in there and, and, and some different thoughts of we, you know, what we, where we think there's, you know, opportunity. But the, what one thing you want to understand is, look, this rise in interest rates, we, we had about 14 years of close to zero. They raised them up a little bit and then went back down again. Interest rates, uh, particularly in the short end, close to zero. There was Tina, there, Mertina, there is no alternative. We have to go invest in, in long-term bonds, uh, private equity, uh, you know, whatever to try to desperately high yield bonds, take risk, uh, because we weren't getting any return. Well, zero interest rates, is extremely rare in, in, in economic history, going back a thousand years, two thousand years. Very, very rare. We're, 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 we're witnessing now those rates have gone, now gone up to five and a quarter. Long bond bottomed in 2020 at 0. 0.52, 0.53%. For 10 years, you got a half a percent per year for 10 years, which means you, if you had a million dollars in your plan and you put it in treasuries for 10 years, you were getting back five thousand dollars a year i mean which effectively means most people needed 10 to 20 million dollars in treasuries for 10 years to fund their retirement no the vast majority of people don't have that so they were taking huge risks so we this is a generational shift in interest rates okay we, we saw a generational shift from from the 19 uh beginning of 1980s 81 82 83 they were Fifteen percent. They ultimately went to zero. We're, this is a generational shift we, we, we're witnessing here, and 
and and the regulators should have understood that that this was going to lead to problems in the banking sector and on Wall Street, and they should have been. Look, I'm, I remember Paul Volcker. I mean, Paul Volcker get before Congress, he would threaten the heck out of, out of it. I mean, the congressmen were afraid to ask the guy a question. I mean, he was so tough. You guys need to cut spending. This is you're going to da da da. I don't care if you don't get this inflation under control. Interest rates are going to thirty percent or what? I mean, they were afraid of the guy. We 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 we've moved into a Fed that is Wall Street's best friend, and that led to massive. I mean, this is what we're dealing with, and the bank has gotten caught up in that now. And then they've been paying people close to zero on their checking accounts and savings accounts, and and there's trillions. There, you know, there's hundreds of millions in these almost zero interest rate, probably close to a trillion dollars. And they're going to have to start raising rates very quickly, and, and the money is is disintermediating out of there and going to other places. They're going to to to, to, to the to the money fund. You can go get four percent in a money fund. I what you know, uh, my sister was well. Uh, so one of our clients was was crowing about they 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 opened an Apple Pay account and got or Apple account and got over four percent. And so this has caused. In the sector, this is what we're doing. It's not that the banks have actually made such horrible loans and the real estate's all failing. It's it's that they're caught on the wrong end of the curve. Some of them invested out too far out with, with their depositors, and, and they're dealing with the losses. That's what we're dealing with. We'll work through that, but it's going to cause a lot of, of 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 issues in the markets in this world. Uh, it, it, with high inflation, with the war with Russia, as we said, look, we've been right in this economy. We said the economy was going to hold up until just recently. Uh, every other person, Jamie Dimon, was claiming we're going into a big recession at J.P. Morgan. We said, no, this is a wartime economy. The reason why we've been right and other people wrong, we understood that in a wartime economy, that you get more inflation. Do you know inflation in 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 twenty? This is interesting. In inflation in twenty twenty-one, later in the year, it was like four and a half percent. Five percent, six and a half percent. The Fed didn't do anything. The Fed didn't raise rates. It went, to, I, I think, December or January. It went to seven percent. February seven and a point four percent. You know when they raised rates? March of twenty two. What happened in February of twenty two? The Russia invasion of the Ukraine. The war. Once the war started, the, the, the Federal Reserve realized wars are inflationary. Oh my God, we're behind the curve. We got to do something. So. Understand all these things that are happening, and a lot of banks are in trouble now. We'll get through this, but but what we're going to see is we're going to see a a movement to high quality assets. This is why you're seeing golden record highs in here. Uh, can we get? I'm surprised we haven't had a correction, quite frankly, uh, up here. But because, but there's so much money coming into it. Look, gold or silver. Look, I mean, if the whole banking system collapses, and I'm, we're not saying that to be very. This is just a point. Uh, Hey, I know where my gold or silver is. It's not going anywhere. It hasn't been lent out by J.P. Morgan to someone else that can't pay back. Uh, it, oil and gas. Oil and gas has been a very good sector. Oil and gas are down. The stocks have sold off some. But but look, I know where. Uh, yeah, I know where that oil field is. And if inflation takes off, or if the banks all fail, I still have that oil field. Well, if if there's a problem, if there's some type of war, if this war expands and the U.S. has to get involved, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Joe Biden's, you know, pretty clear he wants to take out Vladimir Putin. I mean, this thing could go badly. They're sitting over there with 6,000 plus nuclear weapons. And, you know, and you got the Ukrainians talking about marching on Moscow. How do you think that's going to go? 
and but all of these things are out there in, in this uncertain world. We, is, what's China going to do? Uh, what's going to happen to the U.S. dollar? That, that we put so many sanctions on the Russians that every other country in the world is now talking to the Chinese, so they have an alternative in case the U.S. gets mad at them. That's called weaponizing the dollar, weaponizing the financial system. That's leading to the re- to the growth of a new financial system outside the U.S. financial system as an alternative. These are not good for the United States of America long term. And, and so, in, in this, this is uh, there's going to be a number of multiple potential outcomes. I think we're going to be on top of and get the right one. We've done pretty well so far doing it. But you have to understand that that in this environment, you want to be upgrading your asset. You know, treasuries, uh, low-debt companies, uh, companies in growth areas that you're pretty confident of, precious metals, all those things, a piece of real estate. You know, I can see the piece of real estate. It's not going anywhere. Yes, I have a loan on it. I'm not over-levered or anything. Yeah, th- th- those... Look, I mean, quite frankly, housing should. And, and, and so, but uh, now here's and we quote this in the Max Out Savings Report. I, you know, they're going to high, you know, high. And this is any of them out there. I mean, I think you have to, and there's enormous, almost infinite amounts of money out there. And so, in this world, money is not, there's so, it's an infinite supply, real estate, gold and silver, oil and gas, uh, you know, a telephone company or whatever. These are concrete things that are going to be around for, for a longer period of time. It, and, and, uh, look, I'm sure that, you know, I, they maybe have some debt at the phone company, but the, the thinking is, well, no one's going to give up their phone. And, and, and so, and, and there's different definitions. The art of the whole thing is going to be continuing to dig those up, pull them out, and invest in them in this world. As, as I said, the problem is the bank... Because a lot of it, they're going to, those are mark to market losses. And if, if nothing happens, they get their money back in, 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 you know, five or 10 years. But the problem is they're losing deposits. They have to raise the rates because they're not paying enough. These things are, are leading to a lot of. Uh, in my lifetime of investing, which is a long time, in particular, you know, I, I studied investments when I was in high school. And, and, and stuff. And so I've done this. Well, I, in a war with Russia, uh, a potential war or an invasion of, of the, of, in China, uh, of, of Taiwan, uh, the creation of a new banking system and a new reserve currency with the Chinese and then having everybody, all the, all the other countries, you know, the, the Brazils, the Egypts, the Turkeys, the, uh, the Saudis, you know, the Arabs, you know, all over there, you know, in line with the Chinese. I, I, I've never seen that. Now, I've seen a lot, and I, you know, I saw the crash in 87, just started in the business. We were not, we missed it. We knew about portfolio. Stock, under times earnings. Some of this is personal. You should stop. I think 
that the thing that's out there is this massive wall of dollars. And what if people start trading in yuan and other currencies? They don't need as many dollars at that point in time. You know, people start going, what What else can I get with the dollars? I don't need, you know, I'm not getting anything at the bank. You know, we just talked to a client uh, Friday, but I'm not getting anything at the bank. I'm getting zero. I've got all this money. I'm like, look, you've got to put this money to work or it's going to make money for you it, or it's going to pay interest or it's going to be in an asset that no matter what happens is going to be there is, or no matter what happens is going to continue to depreciate. And, and, and that, I think, is the key. And I, I, I think this money situation is much bigger and this inflation is much more dangerous because if we go into a slowdown and they start printing money like crazy or something, it's, it, you know, that's the problem is the money printing and the government spending. And so I think you want to continue to watch that. But if you need some help with this, uh, yeah, it, you know, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. We can show you how we're managing money and our strategy to deal with this. We're a Houston company. Uh, you can request an appointment. I'll meet with you personally. Uh, you can also, at a minimum, sign up for that free report. We, look, it's a free report. We're busy people. We don't have time to sit there and, and you know, you sign up and we call you up or anything like that. Uh, I, I write a lot about this to help you understand the world today, understand retirement, and understand some of the changes that are happening. Uh, we, we try to get ahead of these issues because there's a lot of people out there talking a lot of stuff. A lot of them don't know what they're doing. Uh, but we're trying to get you ahead of some of this type of uh, these, these rapid changes in, in the world's financial system. And I think there's a way to profit from that. So go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. And also, remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. As, as we talked, we had a call earlier. Look, I understand some of the options in your plans aren't real great, but don't ever let that stop you from saving more money and aggressively putting it away and, and, and managing it. You know, don't don't get out of your, your 401k plan. We don't manage 401k plans. We manage retirement, rollover, trust, things like that. But I always say, look, Keep putting your money in your plan. Keep building up wealth. Collect the the, 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 mat, the company match no matter what happens. Take care of your future for yourself. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. I hope everyone has a great week. AM It's getting harder and harder. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com